Religio Sanity, episode 65. Back with Pastor Andrew. Yes. So, Peter, like a week ago, I suddenly had a brainwave, or however you would describe it. I thought I smelled something burning. (laughs) (laughs) Up the street. Come on. (laughs) What was this? Uh, No, it was uh, just. You know, thinking about this uh, white Christian nationalism and yes. other things, I'm working on it right now, uh, like preparing a statement with several other mm-hmm. colleagues. But uh, while brooding over that, uh, I, uh, I I realized that secular people or progressive Christians might not actually grasp the full uh, depth of that. Uh, yes. And one of the reasons for that is, uh, or how existential or spiritually existential it is uh, for people. Uh, Well, I remembered that series of, uh, really awful, but uh, series of uh, evangelical fictions or spiritual fiction uh, called Left Behind. Yes. And And they even made them into terrible movies. Oh, even? Oh, yes. I did not know that. Well, you barely I, I, can see you, them because they're and, just and, in the evangelical world. <laughs> so that, that was uh, apocalyptic, of course, you know, eschatological, uh, uh, scaring shit of people. Yeah, sure. Uh, those were apocalyptic, eschatological, I would call it almost pseudo-novels. Yeah. Uh, scaring, and their primary purpose was to scare people into believing uh, whatever they wanted them to believe. Uh, They were awful, but they were consumed in great numbers. And you mentioned that they were even made into films. Yeah. And, And now imagine you were brought up on this garbage literature and now it, it almost feels like they are experiencing in real life, but they are the subjects, you know, because left behind, when you think about it, uh, the the world is moving on, economy is moving on, Uh, we are moving more and more into knowledge economy and and so on, And, and these people are left behind. Yeah. And it is not like uh, left behind uh, in in a sense economically only, because we might be in depression, but the you know economy can turn or uh, but but they really feel existentially left behind. Yeah. And then there is this spiritual dimension, and in those books, that's forever. Yeah. Eternal ever. And so, and there is no recourse if you simply bet for a wrong guy, kind of, you yeah. know, or you take a wrong turn, uh, then you are left behind. And now they are feeling left behind in many different, you know, educationally, economically, geographically, just name it. Yeah. Uh, and, and, that it, and in addition, then, this spiritual dimension which is deepening that feeling yeah. and yes. that that uh, that misery and so that that's one dimension but it is uh, further associated because it is interconnected with this prosperity gospel oh yes 
And the prosperity was a confirmation that you are all right, <laughs> that you are <laughs> yes. doing well, you, you know, that you are the chosen one. Yes. And now you're on the right path. If, if, and and yeah. now it is almost like confirmation. And no matter what you do, and no matter how much you give those seed money to church or something mm. like that, like those uh, uh, you know pulling techniques of evangelicals pulling uh, and milking their members. Uh, but uh, here we go. You know, no matter yes. what you do, you cannot pull yourself by your bootstraps. Yes. Out of that. And and that seems to be like a the secondary confirmation that uh, things are bad and they are bad thoroughly, and yeah. no ma and they know within their you know own yeah. heart that they were really 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 trying their best what they were asked and told to yeah. do. Yeah. So someone needs to be blamed. Because right. that's not them. Yes. And and so, you, you know, here we are uh, with, with this uh, economic, cultural uh, and uh, problems, you know, with mm -hmm. meta-narrative. You know, here you have this narrative of left behind yeah. and prosperity gospel, and they are kind of interconnected, but they are not matching with their lived reality. Right, right. Right. And, and do you think there's, there's, they keep thinking, I am not pious enough, even though they do everything uh, for uh, <laughs> everything. Maybe some, you know, it depends on personality and, and you know, certain religions have uh, this kind of inclination more than others. So guilt-ridden Roman Catholics or uh, yeah, yeah. some guilt-ridden Presbyterians uh, uh, can, can have this kind of feeling, yeah. you know, but uh, generally... If it is this deep and uh, you cannot influence it by your own uh, activity, yeah, or you don't know how to influence it by your own activity, then you're stuck in it. And uh, I, I think that you recognize that you are. Uh, I think that they believe they are not to be blamed, uh, and and then they are looking for saviors. Mm -hmm. That's one thing, uh, Mr. T, uh, and and other kind of folks like that, and and they are looking for someone to blame. Yeah, uh, and uh, and they are scared. Yes, and they are scared this existential spiritual way beyond uh, just economic misery, and that 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 is uh, like. Uh, my way of, uh, of 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 reading it. Uh, so you you have uh, this uh, left behind meta narrative. You have uh, prosperity gospel meta narrative, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, they they kind of like work together. Yeah. They they click together. Yeah. And they they just had a major or are in a slow moving crash now. Yeah. Where there is this conflict of narratives. Yeah. Uh, and and a 
cultural cultural wars fit into it as well uh, and yes they were always picking the battles which were lost I think that we talked about it before you know it's interesting that out of nostalgia they, they have tendency to pick the battles uh, which are going to be lost mm-hmm. you know uh, always kind of trying to stop the time and and uh, you know desiring that the time would revert 50 yeah. years back or yeah. it, and and not even that because the, those were not and sweet uh, times you know in in their memory they are yeah but yeah. Uh, so that that's the other jeopardy so it is like triple or quadruple jeopardy here yeah. uh, they are in and and all of that is like conspiring against them yeah uh, in addition to that, we now uh, are learning that uh, demographically, you know, what the a mainline churches went through for some decades now and got used to it and are kind of living with it, uh, they are starting to experience in accelerated mode mm-hmm. uh, of... Uh, Losing the prominent position, losing the numbers. Uh, millennials are not drawn to it any longer or not in the numbers mm. uh, which would replenish uh, the pews. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I can predict that pretty soon there'll be, uh, like we have those empty derelict malls, we'll have empty derelict oh. uh, mega churches. So this is a crisis moment. I think it is a crisis moment, and and all of that is almost like, uh, and it might might must feel like you know, a whole world conspired against them. What a perfect time for a fascist to come. That's the scary part. Yeah. You know? Yes. Yeah. 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 It, <laughs> it 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 is because that is generally you know we that that was the feeling the big lie of uh, big lie of Germany that they were betrayed. They were betrayed back then. Uh, the Nazism uh, claimed they were betrayed by international jury, and and that is that why the, they started the to vent at them. Yeah, yeah. that wasn't a uh, and and their own uh, say big business or whatever. But big business always kind of uh, figures out how to navigate those kind of things. So you know they were all right, but uh, that that kind of populism. You know, uh, matched with anger, matched with uh, inferiority feelings, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, matched with Great Depression, and and so on and so forth. You know, yes. and so that was uh, and and misery in Italy with the fascism, which led to that. You know, the megalomaniacal uh, dreams of recreating uh, old Roman Empire. Mm-hmm. And and here we go, and uh, you know, that's uh, it's it's. it's I, I have no answer to it. But it's the perfect brew, is what you're saying. Mm-hmm. It's like this. This is this combination of like the left left behind philosophy, the prosperity gospel, the economic mm-hmm. crisis, the 
and the times we're in, and then this is all coming together. And, and, <laughs> and cultural shift, you, you know, yeah, globalization that's it, that's it, and yeah. all of that cultural yeah. shift, education economy or intelligentsia economy or however you want to call it. I, I'm yeah. a bit well uh, phrased in sociology in this respect, but uh, uh, that. But what is really unique was present in all of those other places, okay? But what is really unique in an American setting is uh, this uh, religious dimension. Ah, yes. Uh, you know, there was a religious dimension to all of those uh, we talked about, they, like Italian or, or yeah. uh, German. Uh, yeah. uh, there was, uh, like, church went along like yeah uh, and you I know, guess that Lutheran was powerful churches anyway. went, yeah. went along with with nazism say yeah uh, to to some degree uh but because they were they felt also threatened by secularization of europe mm -hmm. back then mm -hmm. uh and and the first visceral reaction was uh, you know to jump on whoever was uh, to promise them to keep their uh, control and power over the people. Yeah. Here it is worse, because here the groundwork has been laid for decades uh, with the cultural wars and with all these kind of uh, what right. we were just discussing. Uh, and, right. and, and the party, and, the, and one of the parties latched onto that mm -hmm. um, 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 evangelical, um, movement there to to lift its it up yes yeah so that is there, there you have unholy there's still union. ties there there's still roots there with yeah, that yeah. yes yeah you have i i would call it unholy union yes. of the political power and and religious power and and they kind of uh, found themselves and they locked more and more together yes uh fighting inevitably uh, a lost battle yeah. Because the times is moving on uh, yeah. for both of these forces. Yeah. Uh, and um, so that, that, that's one dimension of that. Uh, I, I, I think that uh, the, the racial dimension, because we are in America, is another yes. one. Yes. So, uh, and, and they, the race gets mixed in. Mm-hmm very strongly uh, if, if it was just an uh, religious feeling of uh, inferiority or something like that that will be all right because uh, you know you still have enough of uh, spanish-speaking catholics coming say you know or if you had uh, large enough and open enough a large enough heart and open enough mind mm -hmm you would not feel that threatened because Christianity in America is fine. Uh, it's losing some of its official trappings, yes. but, you know, that, that's a good riddance uh, from my perspective. Yeah, 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 you yeah, know, yeah. But uh, th th there are enough Christians if you were open towards uh, Hispanics coming across the border, not actually trying to fight them and kick them out. Uh, that that is a major influx of faithful Catholics coming, uh, and some evangelicals, 
I'm surprised that they are not actually being welcomed with open arms mm -hmm. exactly by these people, but the racism is to be blamed. Mm -hmm. and, and the narrowness of their faith also, mm -hmm. that they see uh, this white Christian nationalism, it, it needs to be uh, speaking English, it needs to be white, mm -hmm. and it needs to be evangelical or, uh, and conservative in its outlook. Yeah. You know, to the point that it is more fanaticism than uh, real faith, yeah. and um, and controlling people from outside, you know, for for quite a while, you know, through the laws rather yeah. than by persuasion and, and argument and uh, invitation. Yeah. Uh, and and so here we are. The, I, I think it is uh, you describe it perfect storm, and now we looked at it from. I, I, I think at least three or four different angles, and all of them are kind of coming together right now, yeah. and and forming this uh, uh, the, the, this situation, which is troublesome. Yeah, I mean, don't you think that the way to combat this is just absolute truth? I'm saying we need this. We need a renaissance of truth. Within Christianity. Truth. Yeah. Yeah, you know, because you're, the, the, the things you are mentioning and, the, you know, the, those are the areas which can be uh, economically or macroeconomically and, and so on helped. I'm not saying easily fixed. It'll, it'll take time yes. and, and so on. And certain things will not, never return, like coal mining in West Virginia or Kentucky or something like that. That's gone. Yes. You know, come on. Uh, uh, you, 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 you can say uh, there is no global warming because Texas is freezing right now. Uh, that, that, that's another delusion. Yeah. It's exactly the part of the climate change. Yeah. And yeah. not the other way around. Uh, climate change does not necessarily mean that uh, it'll be much warmer all the time everywhere, but it'll come as an unpredictable, erratic behavior of the climate, yeah. something we are observing right now, uh, and, and so on and so forth. You, you know, so that is partly scientifically, politically, and economically at least partly possible to address. It'll take time, but it can be addressed. But spiritually, there is very little happening there. Uh, very little challenging is happening there. Yeah. And and that is that is a pity. I, I think that that needs to be, and that's why I'm so thankful for, for these uh, religious sanity uh, uh, broadcasts or uh, yes. you know, podcasts. Uh, because it's our attempt to contribute to, to these uh, to this discourse. Yes. And um, yes. You know, we are small, and but I, I think that you know, truth is truth, or yes. thought is a thought. Do your regardless, part. regardless, you know uh, how. Do your how, part. Do your part with yeah. spreading the truth, and that's yeah. all you can do. And so you know uh, that that is just observation. I have no solutions besides you know being faithful minister in my own congregation and preaching what I I yeah. think is true. And, and, and challenging people <laughs> to, yeah. to, to be yeah. more open-minded and, and struggle and grapple with these issues. Um, 
exegetically. It starts with yeah. exegesis, the way we read the Bible and we understand ourselves in the world as Christians and as a people of faith. And, uh, you know, starting with fundaments and building upon them. Yes. You know, and non-fundamentalistic fundaments. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> those are the best kind. Which needs to be, you know, like uh, those which are in a dialogue with cutting-edge exegesis and, yeah. and scholarship uh, in, uh, in, in theology. Well, let me speak on behalf of our listeners. Thank you for doing that kind of work here for our ears. And thank you for having me, Peter. And it continues. Till next time. Thank you.